Welcome to the Smeichel Speaks podcast channel. I'm Joanne Smeichel, and I'm delighted that you tuned in for relevant leadership learning that will help you continue to soar. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to Reinventing Your Personal Brand. Moving from where you are to where you want to be may require reinvention. How do you know if it's time to reinvent? Are there major changes in your company, in your industry? Have you been passed over for promotion? Do you feel like you have little or no influence in your company? Are you stuck doing what you've always done and getting the same results? If you said yes in your answer to any of those questions, it's time for brand reinvention. This will change the way you see yourself and the way that others see you. This is an update, a refinement, a reinvention. It will unstick you. It will propel you forward. It will help you let go of what isn't working and create new strategies. We are going to cover five steps in brand reinvention. The first step is to identify the reasons for rebranding. What are your motivations? Are there events that have led you to know that it's time to shake things up? Don't dwell on the events. List them. List the lessons that you learned from them and then prepare to press forward. For instance, Alex, a church administrator, was asked to leave his position with a large congregation after 10 years of service. This was the church he had been a member of for 15 years. His brand was of an ultra-rigid, dogmatic, though highly competent administrator. Another element of his brand was that he was myopic, stubborn, and unable to adapt to the changing denomination that was intentionally becoming more progressive in its worship and worldview. He was also known as extremely caring, especially for the most vulnerable in the world. The dismissal was absolutely devastating. Fortunately, Alex was a person capable of reflection. Now, of course, he didn't immediately move to reflection. He was hurt. He was angry. He felt betrayed by people he considered friends. When he was able to move past the emotions, he began to ask himself questions about what he learned and how he could translate that into action. He didn't begin the process intending to rebrand himself, but that was the result. He started just wanting to understand the reasons for the devastating decision to remove him from his position. It should be noted that as hard as it was, Alex really wanted to become more self-aware. Self-awareness is critical in rebranding. You have to be willing to do a deep dive into the self, scary as it can be. I believe self-awareness is an indicator of emotional maturity. It's not easy to develop, but it's so important. It takes us from fantasies about ourselves to a realistic picture of who we are, how we're perceived, 
and the reasons underlying the results that we're getting. Alex understood this, and he started by asking himself a series of pivotal questions. He asked, what went wrong? Why was I asked to leave my position after 10 years of service to my faith community? He asked, how was I known? What were the prevailing perceptions of me? What were the prevailing perceptions of my work? Then he started asking, what do I need to reevaluate in my approaches to my work? He went deeper and asked, are there new skills that I need to develop? Are there existing skills that I need to refine? And the last thing that he explored with himself was, going forward, what do I want to convey in my professional life? He was pretty smart about this. He invited four or five really trusted friends that he had worked with for coffee. Not all at the same time, okay? He had separate coffee sessions. He explained he wasn't angry, he wasn't bitter. He told them he was looking for opportunities to grow and prepare for his next position. Each person that he met with knew him and they knew his work at the church. Two were his peers, one was a clergy member, one was a church officer whose committee managed the business of the church, and the other person was someone that he had managed who left her position. Wisely, he kept the conversations tightly focused on clear questions. He asked each person if they would care enough to give him candid feedback. He asked them not to think that they were hurting his feelings. He explained that he was committed to his own growth and needed their help to develop. In each conversation, he asked for specific feedback, including examples of how was I known, what were the perceptions of me, what were the perceptions of my work, what do I need to reevaluate in my approaches to work, are there new skills that I need to develop, are there existing skills that I need to refine. He learned some new things about himself. He also had to come to grips with the things that he sort of knew but never wanted to face. It was tough, and it required him to swallow his pride. But those conversations were just what he needed to focus on the future. By now, you're probably thinking, well, okay, how did Alex reinvent his brand? Well, he identified the top themes from the feedback. The first was that he was respected for his deep knowledge of the church's history, the tenets of the denomination, and his ability to maximize efficiencies. The second was that he was inflexible and unwilling to bend when he thought he was right. He lacked the capacity to compromise or consider other perspectives. He was considered change-averse and unwilling to move with the transitions in the church and the denomination. He was seen as stuck in the past. The third theme revolved around positive feedback. He had a breadth and depth of institutional knowledge that even the pastor lacked. 
No one doubted his genuine care and concern for the congregation. He was known for his large, open heart. But he had trouble accepting feedback. However, he was able to give, and people loved his ability to give. They all lauded his service at the food bank, the homeless shelter. They congratulated him on how he organized the church's support for poor immigrant communities. The problem was that even when he was altruistic, it had to be done his way. There was no room for collaboration or consensus building. Gathering that data proved pivotal. Alex understood there were things about his personality he could not change, things he would not change, and yet there were things he was willing to modify. He knew he had to accept himself and still be willing to grow. He moved into the rebranding process by identifying his current core values. He found that those values had remained constant throughout his life and that they still served him well. He then moved to reimagining his professional image. Alex decided that the three things he wanted to be known for were his competence, his caring, and his concern for relationships. Those were the elements that were essential to his brand. He was surprised that his concern for relationships bubbled to the top when he was doing the work to identify his refined reputation. He had to admit that the most difficult thing about losing his position was that he feared he would lose relationships in his faith community. As he worked on revising his resume, bio, LinkedIn, and other social media, he highlighted those three things. He tied them to the type of position he was looking for and linked them directly to all of his community service work. He wanted his next employer to understand who he really was and the unique attributes that he would bring. Reinventing your brand requires more than polishing up your resume. It entails developing clarity about your next destination. In the example we're working with, he knew his next destination had to be in complete alignment with his faith and commitment to service. He narrowed that to faith-based organizations, human service organizations, and nonprofits whose mission was aligned with his core values. As Alex continued to think about his reinvention, he decided that it would be worthwhile to discover his distinguishing features. These are the points of difference that make us stand out in the crowd. It's important to leverage whatever distinguishes you from others in your field. He discovered that one of his points of difference was that he organized and led more than 10 mission trips to developing countries. He'd garnered resources from congregations through his district, contacted local hospitals to get medical volunteers, and spearheaded community-wide clothing and book donations. His mission trips became annual service events and were still flourishing. 
He never sought the spotlight on this work. He was comfortable being invisible, but invaluable. Reinvention requires attention to the discovery of your uniqueness. Think about what you contribute to the world and the ways that you contribute. Think about what you've brought to your company, to your industry, to your community. Define your distinctions and describe them. Once you're clear about what makes you stand out, you can capture that in your bio and your resume. You can celebrate it on social media. Up next, craft a new narrative about yourself. Use that narrative to guide developing your new resume or CV. Use it to develop a short bio. Take down everything you have on your LinkedIn and other social media. Replace that old material with material that reflects your new narrative. After you've started publicly rebranding yourself, it's time to start reconnecting with old contacts and making new ones. Expand your network by resurrecting contacts and thoughtfully, strategically inviting new people into your professional circle. As you reconnect with former colleagues, it's important to let them know how you're redirecting your career. In the example we're working with, when Alex started reconnecting, he was intentional about letting his contacts know he wanted a position in alignment with his faith and his commitment to service. He let them know that he was aiming to work in a faith-based organization, a human service organization, or a nonprofit whose mission aligned with his core values. There's an important point that I want to stress here. All of this rebranding is pointless if you don't recalibrate your behavior so it aligns with your redefined brand. It's essential that you make the modifications necessary to create positive impressions. That means evaluating how you communicate, evaluating how you interact with people, evaluating how you handle conflict. There are many things that you'll need to be vigilant about to ensure that everything is in alignment with your brand. Alex was very intentional about taking the feedback he gathered to work on his behavior. Of course, he couldn't change everything, but he concentrated on learning new interpersonal skills. He also learned to play to his strengths so that his faults weren't so glaring. As you continue to build a broader, more expansive network with new and existing contacts, you're now charged with demonstrating who you are. This is how you'll actively promote your brand. You may continue signature activities that are important to you. Alex continued to coordinate mission trips. He decided that he needed to invite others into the planning of the trips so that he could work on his skills as a collaborator. It was hard. It was really hard. But with time and practice, he eventually learned to share power and build collegial relationships. It's taken time, but he's learned to relinquish a little control. Just as you continue signature activities, you may find that there are things you don't want or need to continue. Look at your activities. Which support your strategic intent? which are not in alignment with your redefined brand. Be willing to let some things go. 
dispassionately assess where you're investing your energy. Be willing to let go of any activities that are extraneous. It's wiser to do fewer things that have more positive impact and are targeted to whatever your brand promises than to just be in motion because you've always been in motion. Make sure that your legacy activities support your brand. As you continue to promote your new brand, it's important to consistently demonstrate who the new you is, what the new you delivers, how the new you can add value to an organization or project. Use the advent of your reinvented self to begin proving the value of your brand. Let's conclude. For whatever reason, you may need to reinvent your brand. The process begins with developing self-awareness and asking yourself questions that will help you determine why you need to rebrand. Delve deep so that you can understand your current brand, the ways in which it has served you, and the ways in which it hasn't. Take stock of yourself. Get feedback from trusted colleagues. Ask friends who've interacted with you enough so that you can begin to see your pattern behavior. Think through a series of questions that you'll ask them to begin to see yourself more clearly. Once you've gathered that information, take the time to reflect on it, to absorb it. Use that information to decide how you're going to reinvent your brand. The brand reinvention entails building clarity on your core values, identifying your defining features, crafting a new bio and resume. After you have the basics in place, you can begin promoting your redefined brand on social media. Make sure everything you post is in alignment with the refined brand. Remove any vestiges of the old brand. Move to rethinking your network. Decide which dormant connections you would like to resurrect and which contacts you would like to make. Think about your activities. Be sure they support the advancement of your new brand. Each of us has the opportunity to reinvent ourselves as we see necessary. No matter why you choose to reinvent, you can create the space for new doors to open, for new opportunities to unfold, and for new possibilities to present themselves. Use these tools to reposition yourself and fulfill your limitless potential. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope that you got tools that you'll actually use and share. Subscribe to get more relevant leadership learning. Check out my YouTube channel to stay prepared for leading in an ever-evolving world.